Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. An extremely interesting element of American history, a very little known element, but a highly impactful element, is the history of camp meetings. The precise origin of American camp meetings is uncertain, but they definitely played a vital role in the American frontier. As people moved west in the early 1800s, they recognized their need for the influence of the preaching of the Bible, for spiritual growth and for fellowship in places where people were spread out and there was no town, no organized congregations, and no meeting houses. So traveling preachers, especially among the Methodists, but also some Baptists and Presbyterians, they would hold extended outdoor revival meetings to lead people to Christ and to strengthen them in their faith. People would travel from as far as 50 miles away and camp out with their families for the duration of the meeting. These camp meetings would attract as many as 10 to 20,000 people in some areas, and they spread throughout the United States. In 1811, the Methodist preacher Francis Asbury wrote in his journal that there were over 400 annual camp meetings held on the frontier, from Georgia to Michigan. If you've ever seen the movie Sheffy, depicting the life of Methodist circuit-riding preacher Robert Sheffy in the 1800s, you saw a recreation of American camp meetings. Camp meetings played an important role in the Second Great Awakening in the 19th century. As they grew in popularity, each camp meeting took on its own unique qualities. Camp meetings often became a Christ-centered vacation spot for American families. There'd be a prayer meeting and maybe some preaching each morning, and then families would have the rest of the day to swim, picnic, hike, or just rest. And then each night there'd be a large preaching service under the tabernacle or tent. There are places throughout our country where tabernacles from those days are still standing. Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts is one of the most elite vacation spots in America. It began as a camp meeting in 1835. The tabernacle is still standing. If you find that hard to believe, search Martha's Vineyard Camp Meeting Association. In 1857, 25-year-old William Osborne attended a camp meeting and heard the gospel preached. He trusted Christ as his Savior, and the Lord immediately called him into evangelism. In the summer of 1869, when he was 37 years old, William Osborne met with some other preachers on the beautiful shores of the Atlantic Ocean in New Jersey. They camped out in the brush for a time of extended prayer. All of the preachers were aware of the great effect that camp meetings had had across America, and they were also aware that there was no camp meeting anywhere in that area. So on July 31, 1869, William Osborne and several other godly men decided together to establish the Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Community. By the next summer, 1870, they were selling plots of land, building roads, digging a well, and working to build their own town. They built wooden tabernacles where preachers could preach to the crowds that would assemble. Every few years, they'd have to build a larger tabernacle to accommodate the great crowds that Ocean Grove was attracting. People would travel by train to get to Ocean Grove, south from New York City and north from Philadelphia. In the year 1877, over 700,000 train tickets were sold with Ocean Grove as the destination. 
The crowds grew so large that in 1894, they built a 10,000-seat auditorium to hold their services in. It's called the Great Auditorium, and it still stands today. My dear friend, Pastor Brian Miller of Somerset, New Jersey, took me to visit Ocean Grove for the first time in 2008. We were able to get inside. The auditorium is indescribable. It contains one of the largest pipe organs in the world. There's a huge sign in the wall which reads, Holiness to the Lord, and another one which says, So be ye holy. The auditorium was built for worship and preaching, so the acoustics are fantastic. I encourage you to do an image search of Ocean Grove Great Auditorium. You'll be astonished at both the inside and outside of this breathtaking tabernacle. Over the years, well-known believers and preachers, including Fanny Crosby, Billy Sunday, and Billy Graham have spoken there. Though the auditorium and the village have drifted from their original purpose, and the Christian meetings in the tabernacle reflect much of the modern Christian culture, there's still a Christian emphasis at the Ocean Grove Great Auditorium. The mission of the Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Association, since its founding in 1869, is still to provide opportunities for spiritual birth, growth, and renewal in a Christian seaside setting. Their slogan is, God's square mile at the Jersey Shore. The great auditorium at Ocean Grove stands as perhaps the greatest monument of the strong influence that camp meetings had in 19th century America. William Osborne left Ocean Grove in 1872 to continue to travel and serve the Lord. He established a total of 30 camp meetings, including one in India and one in what is now Ocean Grove, Australia. He died in 1902 at 70 years of age, and he's buried in Westchester County, New York. On the small grave marker is the text of Daniel 11.32. The people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Christian, God has exploits for you to accomplish. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian.